Trading Night, episode 266. One fine day I realized that I am in the top four. Seriously? Out of how many traders? 15,000. Seriously, that's incredible. My video at that time was like almost close to 80%. Later on, when the challenge ended up in three months, I was standing on the first rank. Oh, so you were number one after three months. Unbelievable. After winning that challenge, I got a call from a few of the prominent uh, traders from India. They asked what strategies you are using and how you were able to achieve these kind of returns. I think for two to three minutes, I was on national television. Then I realized like, okay, I have achieved something. So I started again with the 700 USD and in a matter of some six months or something, I turned that money into close to $10,000. Folks, we got Pulak Priyash in the house today. He's an Indian stock market trader, come Forex trader who scalps, hedges, and also trades with some algos now and again. So folks, what you're going to do though, which is very special to today's episode, is be able to jump into one or two of his accounts. We've hooked up Investor Password Access in the show notes, so go and check them out. He's happy for me to share them with you so you can go and see exactly what trades he's taken in the past. And keep in mind that English isn't his first language in this interview, so go easy on the guy uh, if you are an English speaker. All right, folks, before we dive in, remember, check out my robot lab. We've got a new build. We're just about to start. It's looking like an awesome strategy. And here's my Blue Guardian update for the week. You can see here I'm at minus 2.5. Now, last week I was at minus 3, so I've actually clawed back half a percent. Now, we started the week off here, had a couple of small losses, a break even, and then two wins to finish the week off. The wins were bigger than the losses, hence why I've managed to claw it back. Now, folks, if you do want to take your own Blue Guardian challenge, then jump into the description on the podcast or YouTube. You're going to get 10% off with coupon code or one word trading nut. All right, folks, let's get on with the show. All right, folks, here we are on trading nut. We've got Pulak in the house all the way over there in Mumbai. He's been trading for 15 years. You probably don't recognize him because I don't believe he's ever told a story anywhere. He did send me tons and tons of investor password account proof, which uh, has really got me interested to find out exactly what he's been doing uh, because this stuff has all been on live accounts and the growth has been kind of phenomenal. So welcome to the show, Pulak. Thank you, Graham. Thank you for taking me on your YouTube. Well, look, um, to start off with, let's find out how you got to where you got to. What's your 15-year trading journey? Uh, it's been an amazing journey. Like uh, I started in the year 2009 and from there till uh, at this stage, like it's been a long journey and it's an amazing journey, I can say. So do you want to walk us through how like it started, how you got into the market, how uh, things progressed from there? Uh, yes, certainly. Like uh, I started trading in when I was in school days, like uh, I just passed my 10th examination and then after that I started trading because uh, I belonged to a family where uh, this was like premium and then uh, so like uh, dividends and the financial boards are always very common to my family. Like uh, So it, it's actually fascinated me to understand what kind of a things is, is this. And they are talking about the stocks on the dinner table and they're talking about the returns and uh, all these things. The market is going up, the market is going down. And in the early school days, you're not able to understand all these things. Like, um, because I am from India, they used to talk about the Indian stock market, like Nifty and Sensex going up, the indices of the Indian stock market. So I was just curious about uh, knowing all these things, like what my father is talking about and what is these things and what my other uncles are actually talking about. So uh, it just got my curiosity and I wanted to learn all these things. So I started learning, uh, watching TV like uh, G Business and CNBC. So uh, 
there also it was like something which is going out of my head like in you understand like in your school days and if you are talking about something like the global markets and uh, the market is going up market is going to i can i can see the uh, kind of emotions they are having on their face like sometimes they panic when the market goes down sometimes they are very happy when the market is going up actually and the stock is giving a good returns so they are very excited and they are talking about it so that's got my attention like what is this and uh, yeah and then it's related to money and it's real money so uh, the one the most uh, motivating factor for everyone coming into this market is i think is money so they want to earn money from here so in my early days that's also the motivation for uh, for coming into this and then i started trading because of my age i was not able to open a demat account at that time but i borrowed my some money from my father and my mother as well and i got a demat account on my father's name and i started trading in my early days like in through, i started through indian stock market okay and uh, uh those days like i first thing first lesson i understood uh, in the very first day i understand that whenever you are trading there is a uh, security transactions taxes there is a brokerages and uh, these are the taxes which you have to pay on every transactions you make every trades you make so the first day when i learned that like i was trading actually with a small capital of something 18000 rupees indian rupees and i used to buy the stocks which is close to uh, 50 paise and 1 rupees or something like that so because it kind of a penny stocks i can buy more stocks so that is the reason i was uh, actually trading in the penny stocks and i was just uh, getting into the trade and uh, coming out like uh, kind of a scalping i was doing in and on very first very first day i remember and uh, that day i made some around 400 and 600 rupees profit but uh, the second day when I, the contract note came it was actually in the loss so i was just curious how this happened so uh, i just called the customer support of the uh, demat account uh, company they told me like you have done a lot of transactions and these are the taxes which you it uh, is incurred in all the transactions you have done so the first lesson was like even after making the profit you were in a loss because of these brokerages and taxes so that is over trading so that was the first lesson and then uh, i started learning from the internet the google uh, from the youtube what other traders are doing how what kind of a trading they are doing and how how i can become a successful trader and all these things like in your early days like you used to google about like how to make money from the indian stock market how to trading what is what kind of a trading is there so you understand like day trading you understand about the swing trading and different methods of trading different formats like uh, equity market the options trading the derivatives and a uh, commodity market and a lot of things you started learning from the uh, internet so that was my uh, journey as well like i started learning slowly slowly the first day i learned about the taxes the another day i learned about like uh, if i am trading uh, within of 5 uh, minutes or 10 minutes it's it's kind of a trade which is actually known as a scalping or i am doing a scalping or it's a kind of a day trading i understand in my third lesson that if i am holding the i am making a position now and i'm closing it after 3 4 hours that that is considered as a day trading so uh another lesson is like btst like buy today sell tomorrow this kind of a trades is happening then stbt is there like sell today uh buy tomorrow like short uh, selling so these things was like uh, initial days i started learning about the basic things of the indian stock market and later on i uh, understand that you need to have a knowledge about the trading like how to read the charts how to read the patterns 
the indicators and like exponential moving averages, MSCD, RSI, you know, Bollinger Band and all those indicators. Actually, I got to introduce by through internet, like uh, what are the things you need to understand? What are the things you need to learn before coming into trading and how can you be a successful trader? So I uh, first understood about the technical analysis and then I started learning from some books and some something from the internet, some articles and through YouTube videos. And so I started. So f first thing I learned about is, is like uh, exponential moving averages. Okay, it was very easy to understand because you just have to wait for the intersection into the EMA lines. Like the first thing was like 50 days moving exponential moving averages and 200 days moving exponential averages. So uh, I understood like, okay, so these kind of intersections will happen and I will buy and I will make money out of it. And then again, uh, like some kind of a different technical indicators. So my journey started this way. I started learning from a small, small things like financial words, like what is the stop losses, what is support, what is the resistance. Yeah. So the basic, the basic, basic stuff. I mean, what, what, so, so, so you had that sort of general, like, you know, slow progress. You learn something new pretty much every day. At what point did you like put it all together and go, right, I've now got a strategy. I'm going to trade that strategy. Um, I suppose a bit more complex than the, the simple crossover. Of the moving averages uh yes uh, so when i was learning uh it was my learning phase and today also i can say like i'm learning everything every day every new thing i just want to learn like if market is uh, uh, the technology driven now now those days the market was something different now the market is completely technology driven it's uh, actually um there are a lot of things there are a lot of things i've improved from that era to the, uh, today, the market is quite different. So in his, uh, initially, the exponential moving average as an indicator, it was very easy for a beginner. Like you just have to put two lines over there on your charts and you just wait for the intersections is happening and you just uh, make trades based on the indicators, what is the signals coming in from the technical indicators suggesting you. So that was the uh, first, uh, actually, I can say the first strategy I have made is the exponential. And overall... Overall, were you profitable just trading that strategy alone? Uh, no, I, over the period of time, like um, when I started trading with the exponential moving averages, I understood that now the candlestick is more powerful than exponential moving average. Because right. the moving average is giving you the indicator a bit uh, uh, late, a bit delayed uh, indicator. And when you understand that now candlestick is more powerful, it's giving you more early indications. So I jumped into the next strategy, which is candlestick. Then again, uh, using the candlesticks for a few uh, months or something. And then again, I realized that no, there is something more powerful than this, uh, which is like, uh, I can see the RSI. I can see this, uh, this indicator is uh, giving a good uh, signals. Like this is giving a uh, actually accurate signals where to go enter the buy, where to enter the sell. So, so later on, I, I developed like RSI is fine. Then few days or few weeks of trading with the RSI, one fine day, the market uh, reacts volatile and all of a sudden you, whatever the strategy you are using is not working on those volatile markets. And you uh, think about like what's going went wrong? Why uh, like this is the strategy is to, I was using it from the last few months and it was making profit for me. But all of a sudden 
this is some uh, this kind of a volatility i was not able to uh, understand it and all of a sudden i made losses so on that day the lesson was like risk management so now from the moving to the indicators and now i'm moving to the risk management part like okay stop loss is very important and what kind of a risk reward you are keeping like one is to one ratio one is to two ratio one is to three ratio what kind of a risk reward ratio you are actually keeping is, is what going to make you a profitable trader uh, doesn't mean like if you are a 50% profitable in your strategy or 70% profitable the main thing here works is the risk management so that was the another lesson which i learned in my trading the main thing was like i was trading alone which is actually i was trading alone is the reason because i was not able to find the community of traders around me uh, like very few people are actually trading into the market but uh, one thing i would suggest uh, to other traders who are right now who are getting into this market so to just make a network of a uh, like minded people like uh, if you like make a network of a uh, traders around the world and uh, try to learn from them like it's very important to uh, like what other traders are doing is what it's very important like you will be aware of what kind of things they are doing so my journey was like i was trading alone because of the reason like no uh, like minded people were around me and no more traders were around me and uh, and so were you so were you profitable at this point like in the journey uh, early 3 4 years was not profitable i just uh, lost around 9 times my actually my demat account went zero almost 9 times like uh, i right. in thousand rupees it went zero in the 2 months and then first first lesson i learned is like the technical indicators uh, no the first lesson was like uh, the brokerages and taxes the very first day and then that 18000 rupees which i started went zero in two months then my mother gave me another money like 50000 rupees it took around 3 to 4 months to make uh, making it zero again and right. uh, i can say almost sorry like how much is that in how much is that in us dollars so i, so I don't have to go and check it out uh so the very first was like uh, 150 dollars 150 us dollars ah, okay right so 50 grand is like a thousand dollars kind of thing yes and then uh, from yeah. initially in 3 4 years almost like nine times uh, my account went zero so right okay I, so you were struggling through that first period but it sounds like you were learning along the way and going well that doesn't work that doesn't work that doesn't work yes every, every time once were going zero i used to learn more like did, what, did you did you note that down anywhere or did you like sort of you know how did you not forget that the the mistake that you know made you go to zero or something to to remember uh yes when when you are trading actually uh, you're not able to control your emotions part but uh, when you then your account goes zero now when you are trying to figure out the market you understand it very well because you don't have the money to trade into it and you you don't have you are not practically trading into it but you're just analyzing the market so that time you are very pretty pretty much accurate in your analysis but when you are actually trading it your emotions come into it when you are buying you all of a sudden you start thinking like no the market will go up even when your indicators are uh, saying something different you are still believing that no market will go up market will go up because your emotions plays there so every time when my account went zero like almost nine times i can say and uh, in us dollars if you lost it something around close to 10000 i lost in the early 3 4 years and uh, yes i can say my mother is very supportive she always gives me <laughs> like every time when i go to zero she always give uh, let me some more money 
like okay fine you just take more money um, the, the reason why she was giving me is like uh, she used to see like what kind of a dedication i have used to read the charts i used to read the books uh, all through the night uh, all through the uh, like uh, from the start of my day till night or even in the midnights i used to read the charts i used to read, i used to read the indicators i used to learn it like uh, i was very much passionate and like uh, unlike today also i am very much passionate about learning more about uh, stock market more, learning more about the trading the strategies and these things so my mother used to see like uh, used to say like if you are not successful in this trading nobody will can actually because the kind of dedication you have for this mm. thing you will become successful one day so you keep on going on if you are losing money that doesn't matter because that's not the money you have on that's the money i have saved and i know if you are the kind of uh, dedication you are showing into this uh, towards this is something which is a uh, different uh, like uh, no a uh, very few people can show this kind of a dedication and determination which you have because you keeps on reading books yeah. you keeps on uh, learning Hey folks, what a view behind me. I'm at Black Ball Markets headquarters here in Auckland, New Zealand. Speaking of views, you can get TradingView paid plans for free at Black Ball Markets, saving you up to $600 a year. That's right, get either the Essential Plus or Premium plans absolutely free, and all you need to do is trade from one lot a month at Black Ball Markets. And you can also get a 100% deposit bonus for your first deposit up to $1,000. All you need to do is click the Trading Nut link in the description below. Yeah, so so, so did, um, did like... When you when you did blow these nine accounts, were you like really really emotional about it, or was it like, oh well, I'm just going to get some more money from my mum? Uh, actually, uh, due to my studies, I used to live uh, far from her, and uh, we used to uh, have a conversation over the phone call. So when she gives money, I used to talk more, like twenty minutes, twenty five minutes in a day to my mother, like how is the day going on, how's my school going on, how's my trading going on, all these things are like. Almost like twenty-five, thirty minutes, and forty minutes. Sometimes one hour. Also, I used to talk to my mother on the phone. But when my account balance goes a little down, my conversation timing also decreases the same way. Like, <laughs> <laughs> because I just wanted to ignore the question, like, "How is your trading going on?" Oh, right. Yeah. So you're like, get off the phone, mum. Get off the phone. Um, okay. So you obviously turned a corner at some point after the three or four years. Talk us through that. Uh, the early three, four years. Then, no, when you turned the corner to started when you started making money instead of blowing yeah. these accounts. So the turning point was like I can say uh, there was no money in my demand account. I was not actually trading uh, anything. I was just looking into the market because uh, see when you are trading a lot and uh, you are. 24 hours into this market whenever when you are sleeping also you are dreaming of something about the trading and like you are totally involved into this but at point when i have blown my account nine times i was ashamed of asking more money because i felt like uh, no i this is something which is not my cup of tea i should uh, quit this here this is the time when i should just stop doing it because i'm just wasting the money but yes um like when you are so much involved, you cannot just uh, stop watching the market. You can you cannot just stop that all of a sudden. And there was one fine day I found that there is a uh, there is actually a trading challenge or something kind of a things like uh, analysis challenge was there like a top uh, analyst uh, and it was on some website. So there you have to give like uh, only recommendations you have to post there and what kind of returns it can generate. So some kind of a 
it uh, it was like a challenge going on and you can participate in those challenge and you can prove your metal like uh, whatever the accuracy like whatever the recommendations you are giving into the market and when you are actually not trading it you are just uh, suggesting somebody like okay buy this stock at this price and this is the stop loss point and this is the target point uh, yeah. so yeah i used to just keep on posting my recommendations over there on that platform just to prove uh, myself and to the people there just uh, to win that battle actually uh, to win that uh, like uh, challenge i just used to uh, analyze the market and i was not actually practically trading on it but i was just analyzing the charts and i was just analyzing the uh, whatever the methods i have developed in the last 3 4 years i was just utilizing it all and trying to be uh, like very like a decent uh, recommendations i was used to post there and uh, one fine day i realized that i am in the like a top 4 oh, seriously yes was recommended out of how many traders uh out of almost like uh, 15000 seriously that's incredible that's incredible can you remember the growth that you'd managed to achieve in that uh that that period of time on that uh, virtual growth that is uh i come again how how much did you grow the virtual account by or how many wins winning trades did you get to My get your fourth virtual- position ratio at that time was like uh, almost close to 80%. So oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, actually it, uh, it was a virtual money and uh, just a recommendations you have to post over there and just have to be very uh, careful about the stop losses point because you it's not trust the stop loss before going to the target. So these are the things kind of a different kind of a formats they have made and uh, I realized like uh, I'm in the top ten, and then then slowly I moved into a top four, and that was the one learning there. Like uh, when I'm not actually trading into the market, my accuracy, my recommendations were going very pretty well, and uh, uh, fortunately I I was one of the top three, and later on when the challenge ended up in uh, like three months, so I was uh, standing on the first rank. Oh, so you were number one after three months. Yes, unbelievable. That's ridiculous. And how did, what did you how did you feel at that point? I felt like when I'm actually not trading my money, I'm more successful in giving recommendations. <laughs> But when I'm actually trading with my money, I'm failing it because of the mental things like understood. Uh when you are into trading and you are using your own money, your emotions comes into it. And then you are not able to actually analyze things uh, the way you actually need to do. Because when you are you are buying something all of a sudden you feel like the market is start moving up because your thought process becomes like that mm bias so, yeah it becomes kind of biased to the direction that it's you want it to go in i mean what what so what happened after that then i really want to find out uh so after winning that uh, challenge actually uh i got a call from few of the prominent uh, traders from the uh, india like they called me and they asked like how and how you are doing these things like uh, what is the reason behind uh, like what are the things you are using what are strategies you are using and how you are actually uh, able to achieve this kind of a returns uh, and this kind of accuracy you have maintained like so uh, i thought like okay i have done something different and i have mm-hmm. achieved something because if some people if people are calling me and they are a known figure and they are calling me and they are asking me and actually congratulating me for the success and for just uh, 
I think two to three minutes. I was on TV, national TV, national television. Oh, seriously? Yes, <laughs> uh, on a TV business, and I was on national TV. And my mother, uh, I called my mother that you can see me at this time on this channel, and she was very excited. And then I realized, like, okay, I have achieved something because my recommendations were so pretty good, and I stood first rank in that. So my confidence was built up at that moment. And I asked again, like, uh, okay, now this is the time you can uh, give me some more money. Now, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now you've got my, now I've got your attention. I'm on national TV. You can yes. give me some more. Uh, so, so, um, what, what, what do you think it was about your approach? You know, other than the mental side of it, you know, not being there. What was the thing with the strategy you come up with, and I'm assuming you had a strategy you were playing out every time you analyzed the market. What were the key elements to that that made it work so well? Uh, that time it was about the Indian stock market. So I was actually mixing up uh, both the things like technical analysis and the fundamental as well. So uh, I, was, okay. I was using both at the moment. Okay, right. And so, so, um, you don't trade the Indian stock market now, do you? Uh, I do trade Indian stock market, but after that, uh, from uh, like uh, last ten years, I have traded in almost all the world market. Like I have traded in U.S. stock market as well. I have. I'm trading into Indian stock market as well, and like uh, into the forex as well. So, okay, almost like all the markets around the world, I have pretty yeah. much my hand in that. Okay, so so it's not your main focus. The Indian stock market is no longer your main focus now. Um, so what happened? So your mum gave you some more money. You go back into it. The emotions are there still. How do you deal with them? Yes, uh, that is something which you like. You cannot just. It cannot go in a one day because controlling your emotions is something which is uh, very difficult. Or still uh, today also, I can say like. Being in a your mental ability, mental ability is something which is actually cannot develop in a day. It took years and years to actually control your emotions when you are actually into the trading. So that was the time when I again see uh, in me around like uh, in US dollar I can say seven hundred USD. So I started again with the seven hundred USD, and in a matter of some six months or something, I uh, turned that money into. Close to ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand in in six months from seven hundred US dollars. Yes. Wow, that's 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 pretty good. That's very good. Uh, but it took and, uh, six to seven months. And, and was that with a fixed risk management? Like, yeah. how much were you risking per trade? Uh close to one percent. One percent per trade. Okay, so your first trade would have been like seven dollars. Yes. Risk. Right. Yes. Okay. And what would be your typical win on that trade? Uh, I was trying to maintain one is to one risk reward, but uh, later on I realized like one is to one is not going to make profit for me. So I have to somehow make it one is to three or one is to four at least. Okay, so right. Trade will be just like one profitable trade is equal to your three uh, wrong trades. So even your uh, like winning percentage is low with the risk reward, you can be a profitable. And in Indian stock market was that easier to trade than? Like anything else, any other market that you've traded? Uh, Indian market was easier. Uh, like, uh, yes, indeed, today also it's uh, easy uh, to trade in the Indian stock market uh, rather than trading in the forex market because uh, there is, like, 
there is a limited time. You trade within just for a few hours. The market opens at 9.15 a.m. and it closes at 3.30. So there is a limited time. And uh, there are different formats like uh, options trading is there, derivatives is there. And uh, something like uh, we have in a matter of uh, uh, like 10 years, I've developed some kind of a strategy where you can actually hedge your positions and you don't have to be worried about the market volatility anymore. So you are making a small, but uh, it's a pretty much easier market than any uh, other market in the world. Mm. Forex is more volatile because the, you have the volatility there. Uh, there is a different uh, news coming in from around the world and it mm. impacts the prices. So you need to be more conscious. You need to be more cautious about the uh, when you are trading the currency markets. And so if you were to take your Indian stock market strategy onto the Forex markets, what would... Would it get mesh, mashed up pretty pretty strong or would it survive, no, you know, not, break even? No, it's not messed up actually because whatever the learnings you have there in the Indian stock market, like the charts is same, uh, the charts are same, the candles are same, uh, the movements are pretty much same, similar. So uh, whatever the learnings were there in terms of technical analysis in the Indian market, because the for format is different, the platform is different, the uh, kind of a trading is different in Indian market and the other markets. So, but the analysis, the technical part is something similar. So you don't have to, uh, like, it was not actually a miss. It was actually an advantage because I was trading mm -hmm. in the market. I was learning about the technical analysis. And the main thing I was developing is my risk management things. I was working on that, like how to uh, manage your risk reward. And if you are maintaining one is to two, one is to three ratio, one is to four ratio. And if you are able to make one is to 14, 15, that's something which is amazing. So... Main thing I was as working in Indian market like uh, um, man, I was working personally on myself like improving my risk management and improving my mental ability like uh, just to be like to work like a robot and you don't mm. have fix your emotions into the it whatever the trades you are taking you should be neutral about it whatever the yeah, indicators whatever the strategies you have learned through your phase so you have to implement the way the robots actually trade. You don't have to uh, put more in your emotions in those trading. So these are the things which is similar. Like uh, you trade any any market around the world. This is something similar. You have to apply it anywhere. Yeah. So, so okay. So what about, let's dive back to the 700 US that you had. So when you got to, let's say, doubled it, you went, went to 1400. What were you thinking at that point? Were you like, oh, I've cracked this and did you get speed wobbles, which is like sort of like, you know, is it, is it, am I going to carry on? How did that sort of feel? Uh, yes, uh, like it's an excitement. Like when you double your account from 700 to 1400, I was like very much overconfident. Like, uh, yes, I have done it. I have cracked something and now I'm a profitable trader. But, uh, you know, the market always says like market is a king. You cannot just uh, like be a profitable all the time so market gave me a lesson again like uh, i learned in my in those phase i learned about the risk management thing first like uh, when i was in the more uh, profitable like uh, made almost like 100 percent returns i was more confident and then uh, there is some drawdowns like uh, i lost around 30 percent from the top and then i realized no 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 no, this is something i'm again losing it here so my emotions right. are again so my risk management is something uh I'm just messing up my risk management. So uh, these things you start uh, learning and you start developing in yourself. Like um, meditation helps you in um, 
like making you more mental um, powerful like okay if i am into trade so there should be a reason like uh, why i am getting into this trade and before getting into your trade you must know like if you are going to make money how much money you are going to make from this trade and if you are going to lose what is the actual money you are going to lose if something is going beyond that and if you are not able to cut your losses then you are not going to become a profitable trader so these are the learnings which i understand that okay fine so before getting into it so i used to keep my trading journal like where i used to write what are the mistakes i have done yesterday and these are the mistakes i'm not going to repeat again and so mm-hmm. uh, by just maintaining those journals uh, it actually helped me a lot because i used to write uh, every after the trading day i used to write down what kind of a trades i have made and uh, how many trades i have made is is there is i made some more like uh, i was doing over trading or not or my actual stop loss was this i was able to exit at that moment or not so i was not trying to modify my stop losses when i'm going into the trade my stop loss is fixed i'm not going to modify it even if anything happens i'm not going to modify it so i used to just keep talking to myself like okay i'm getting into this trade this is my stop loss this is my target sometimes like uh, when you when your uh, price is close to the target and the target is not actually uh, met but it's coming down again from uh, the target price and you start thinking like okay no 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 book, book profit here because it's not met the target and you should exit here so i was just trying to control all those things like uh, no if i have placed the target there is some calculations behind it there is some uh, uh, strategies behind this why i have kept that much target and if even if it is coming back i will just exit at cost to cost but i will not exit before the target mates so mm. i was trying to be more disciplined at those moment and i learned like uh, um how you have to control your emotions so these are the learnings and from seven did you have did you have uh, any back testing to go on like to give you confidence that look i've back tested this 100 times and i know that this plays out with a 3 to 1 risk to reward if i don't move my stop did you have anything like that that gave you confidence to hold these trades without moving your stops so um back testing uh, those days uh, algorithm trading was not so much introduced or maybe it was there but uh, i was not aware about those algorithm tradings at that time i'm thinking so, about i'm thinking about manually back testing it like just going yes. on the chart and going yes 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 manually i was doing it like just by reading charts like i was just trying to assume like okay this is the point i should go for the buy and this would be the stop loss and this would be the target and okay yeah it's so a manually back testing was there i just uh, tested my strategies for like 50 times 100 times before getting into and coming up to the conclusion that okay this strategy is something on over in the real time market so i was used to do the back testing and keeping a trading journal at those moment like uh, writing down my trading ideas writing down my plans for the next day when the market will open i have to do these kind of a things like i used to write down those things every every mm-hmm. night before like uh, tomorrow if i'm going to trade the plans are ready a day before on like a night before my plans were ready like okay these are the stocks i'm going to trade tomorrow and this is the price when the price will hit here i will go for the buy or i will go for the short selling and everything is written on the trading journal and mm-hmm. i try to uh, like uh, follow uh, like 80 to 90% whatever is written in there i try to follow that the 10% i can change because of the market uh, all of a sudden there is some different changes and whatever the plans i have made the market is behaving something differently so i used to change the plans but i pretty much uh, uh, like i try to be on those uh, discipline things like uh, whatever i have written as a plan 
whatever I've written as a uh, stocks which I'm going to trade tomorrow, I will be stick to uh, those plans only. Yeah. That's a, that's a nice way to do it. So pre-do the market before you jump in there so you, you kind of stop yourself from just reacting. Now, what happened after the 10K? Uh, I just uh, uh, sent back my mother some money, like uh, oh. <laughs> in my early days. So I just uh, sent her some money back, like, okay, this is a, uh, that's, I have enough capital right now so I can trade with this and this is something. Uh, thank you for trusting me and this is uh, the... This is what I can uh, give yeah. you. Okay. So I I bought few uh, like uh, advanced laptops and uh, uh, like things which were necessary for my trading actually. So I just bought those things and then I started continuing trading with uh, the capital which I raised from uh, that early $700. Okay. And so, so uh, I mean, with that kind of money, it, it seems like, you know, 700 to 10K in six months, Seems pretty good from a like you know even if you had five k left, you're probably going to be able to make fifty k in six months, right? Because of the of the compounding nature of it. Was that sort of how it carried on? I mean, were you able to take that second chunk of money uh-huh. to something dramatic, or did did it slow down when you when the, the numbers got too scary? Uh, no, it's actually slowed down, and it uh, early was like uh, it was. A kind of a confidence I earned from that winning that uh, challenge, but uh, later on, from uh, after uh, spending some money on myself and uh, sending back uh, some money to my mother, and it's, it gradually decreases a bit uh, because you learn more things in the uh, learning, and uh, you are more overconfident and you make mistakes. It's a human thing that you make mistakes and all those sort of things are happening. But yes, I was more disciplined as a trader. And uh, mm. my target was actual, uh, like uh, realistic targets were there. I was not uh, actually making my targets like, okay, from 700, I have to make $10,000. There were no such targets at those moments. Yeah. Because I understand that real, you need to be realistic about the uh, returns you're going to make. And this is a kind of a business. You have to take it as a business. You cannot take it as a gambling. Okay, it was my good luck. And it was my, uh, I can uh, say it was my time. And I made mm. that returns. So I should focus more into my strategies. I should focus more into my learnings. I need to be more focused as a trader. Uh, so I need to understand all those other aspects of the trading things as well. So you cannot just make such kind of an unrealistic target and you're trying yeah. to. Were you, what about, I suppose, what about like paying the bills and that? So you had to, were you working another job? How did you manage to sort of? balance trading, paying your rent, paying, you know, mortgages and food to eat on the table? Uh, no, I never, I, I like, uh, I was into job for one a month or two months like that only, but I, um, trading was the only thing which I was doing it from, uh, like passionately. And that one or two months of the job, which I have done is just because of getting out of all those regular stuff and, uh, evolving and trying to uh, cover up more things about the world, what's going on. So it was just a change of mind. I uh, I was doing the job, I'm not pretty uh, into it. I was just into trading, and today also I'm into trading only. Okay, so so um, talk us through the rest of the journey. So uh, and then we'll dive into a few more sort of more practical things that people can get their teeth into. But so how did you go from there? Like, I mean, what was the next sort of path? It seems like you're on a constant sort of upward slope. What was your next 
target goal thing that you wanted to do? So I was more like exploring more things about the advanced things. Like uh, I was uh, reading more about the other traders around the world, like what they have done in their trading journey and what sort of mistakes they have made. What is what I can think I can learn more about it. So I started an institute when I was in college and uh, um, the main purpose behind starting the, that institute at that, at that time was uh, trying, uh, trying to meet more people uh, like me, like uh, the traders around me who are actually into trading so I can uh, teach something uh, to them and I can learn something from them. So because uh, whoever is into, into the trading thing, uh, trading world is actually going to uh, share their experience about how they started and how what kind of strategies they are using, what kind of a, uh, different kind of a formats they are tra- making trades. So you try to learn from the like-minded people. So the, that was the main purpose behind uh, starting that institute. And one thing was also there, like uh, when I started, there was no one to teach me about uh, the depth of uh, market, uh, the starting of the market, what are the basic things about the market. So uh, there was one thing like I wanted to teach people about all those things, like uh, how can you, uh, like how is it possible for you to come to this place? Like uh, the basic things you need to understand before mm-hmm. getting into this. Okay, so so um so where did you go from there? Like, so you had, had the institute, you ran that for a bit, and then what you started veering off to getting into more advanced stuff on your end. Uh yes. Um, institute was a different part. I like I totally uh, like it was in control of my um, brother, and uh, I hired few of the instructors as well, few other traders as well. I I firstly I just trained them. Like what kind of a trading is thing, and then they used to trade together, and they uh, like it was all uh, on an autopilot mode for me because I was not more involved in that institute uh, more. And then I started uh, learning more about the advanced things, like what is the price actions things, what is the volumetric analysis, and those sort of advanced technical analysis. I was more into the research and uh, development, and then later on I uh, found my you know, passion about developing the algorithm box. Like uh, when I moved to the forex market and I started trading the currency pairs and there was uh, like a huge difference between Indian market and the forex market because you have a market all over the day, like 24 hours market is running. And uh, in Indian market, you just have six hours. So there is a huge difference. Like now you have more time. Now there is a difference like leverages. You are having more leverage here. And with a small capital, you can actually uh, use the leverage and you can trade on a bigger capital now. So that is the different thing. I started exploring more about the Forex market. I started exploring more about the US markets, like how to, uh, those markets are actually uh, working. I started learning about the uh, more advanced things in the uh, stock market things like uh, price action tradings and uh, um, other sort of like the advanced things you, you used to develop the bots. What would, what would you say is the trick to trading uh, or auto trading the forex market? Uh, I didn't get to come again. What would you say, like, if you said to someone, like, here's here's how you should approach trading the forex market from a like strategy point of view. This is what you should do to get yourself ahead of everyone else. Um, if you want me to suggest uh, a new traders. Yeah, so, new traders, yeah. So, like, you know, if you're going to give somebody a leap forward, what would there be, like, three or four things you'd you'd say to them? 
Uh, first thing, uh, like for a beginner who is coming into the forex market, is you need to understand that leverage is for your advantage. You should not take it as a uh, like. You should not be taking uh, like making more positions or uh, taking huge lots, which is actually uh, disturbing your risk management. You should not go for that because leverage is something which you can use actually for your positive side. Because having a big leverage, having a five hundred or three hundred leverage is actually something which. Uh, not always uh, uh, like a supporting thing. It actually blows your account more easier and uh, more uh, like fast. So it's a disadvantage. You say the disadvantage. Okay, yeah, Lever- yeah leverage is a disadvantage. It, so uh, anything else? Uh, two other things. Yes, uh, you need to uh, start trading with a like. Try to uh, understand the momentum. Being in the trends, like what are the market trends is there. So at certain levels, the beginner traders feels like the market is on a high, so it should come down. So this something like that is not happening in the market. If something is very high, it can go even higher. If something is in a downside, it's not like it's going to bounce back from there. Because it is down, it doesn't mean it will bounce back. It can go more lower. So you should not understand that, okay, it, this this uh, particular indices or this particular um currency pairs is on all-time high it's come down is something like that doesn't happen in this market it can go to any 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 extent because i looked at your i looked at your obviously account statements that you sent me and what i was quite interested in was like there were some trades in there and i think they might have been gold trades where the bot had entered the trade it actually made enough money to cover commission and get a half decent profit and it did it in about 15 seconds or 40 seconds. So it was literally in and it was out and it had made, you know, $400 or whatever it was. Was that sort of to do with that trend catching kind of strategy, a trend catching kind of strategy? Uh, yes. Uh, that kind of a trading strategy is basically known as scalping when you trade within a seconds. Like uh, uh, you see uh, one minute candlestick chart patterns. And you try to understand like uh, the price action. Basically, the price action is in, um, behind those kind of strategies. You try to figure out like where is the momentum going on, right? For the next two minutes or three minutes, where the momentum is taking price. So basically, in the gold, where, where the gold market is very volatile, and you try to figure out like uh, okay, fine. So within one minute, it moves up like uh, ten pips, fifteen pips, twenty pips, like that. And you're trying to figure out, like, uh, trying to make a small uh, part of a profit within seconds. So scalping is the one thing. Uh, I have shared with you one of my uh, trading account investor password, where you can see I have uh, made trades in indices like US 30 and German 30. And uh, this was pretty like uh, hedging strategy why you have used here. So um, are you like, uh, have you gone through that account? Yeah, the, so that I went through all the accounts. So that was a hedging account, was it? Mainly. Yes, that hedging uh, strategy right. there for, and within a month, like almost like five hundred dollars, I made around four thousand two hundred dollars. So yeah, like yeah, it was a very. What I noticed was that you had a lot of accounts where you had a very short period of time, you made a lot of money, and then you you uh, basically withdrew it all, and it was that was done, which was kind of like you know expecting to see, and this is you know we're talking. You know, maybe four hundred trades in these accounts in a month um, with your with your bots doing this stuff. So, I mean, how like even going down onto a one minute chart and trying to make some money off gold with that with a bot, 
obviously needs a bit of thinking. I mean, how did you sort of get yourself into the into the thought pattern to be able to try and take that trade? Uh, yes. So on that account, actually, I I was using the hedging strategy, and uh, okay. What, what happens there? Like uh, it's. Uh, the strategy they have made manually, like uh, just learning from the charts, like what kind of uh, uh, movements is happening and how to cast that small pips in your favor. And you, I have a uh, like expert advisor also made on this on that particular strategy which I have developed in my manual trading. So my um, programmers and other IT professionals have made a bot on it. So, but the account I, which I have shared with you was actually a manual trading which I have done through manually, and where. The, there is a different kind of a strategy I was using there, like a scalping. You, if you were ah, right, yeah. Learning, um, I was just getting into the US thirty, and uh, the prices are going in my favor. So I was not just waiting for the more target. I was just like uh, a movement of seven to eight points in my favor, and I was just hedging it again back. So I was just relaxed now. Okay, you know, my positions I hedge. I'm in a small profit now. So again, uh, I'm just uh, taking a uh, after like. Two minutes or three minutes when I'm relaxed, I again started uh, reading the charts. I started re- reading my um, like uh, the methods of price actions basically. So it was all based on the price action, and I was just uh, trying to figure out like the buyers are in the control or the bears are in, like uh, it's a bullish momentum going on or is the bearish momentum going on. So just uh, going on a, a 15 minutes candlestick chart pattern or one hour candlestick chart pattern, you just figure out like okay the momentum is in the favor of the favor of the buyers. So whatever, I will just close my position in the sales side and I will wait for the market to go more up and again I will hedge it. So this, this is the kind of a strategy that I was actually, I have implemented in that um, account. Like, okay, the momentum in a, a bigger time frame is bullish. So I, whatever the trades I'm going to take for this particular hour, I will just uh, try to fi- uh, get the buy positions. Mm. So according to the uh, bigger time frame, the momentum is in a um, buying side take buy positions when the market is in a bearish momentum close all your buy positions and whenever the market is going more further down you just uh, hedge it again so in just a small uh, seconds like within within a few seconds you just hedge it just to have a mental peace you're not actually uh, arguing with the market you're not just fighting with the market you are just trying to uh, exit your position and again making a position within few seconds so that is a scalping strategy i have developed and so, so the the hedging approach, like, is obviously quite different from the the stop loss three R initial approach. I mean, how did you sort of make that transition to, you know, going well? What I'm going to do is hedge here on this these accounts or this market versus, you know, a fixed stop loss, a fixed take profit. What what was the thinking around? Or how did you make that transition? How did you move to the hedging? Uh see. Hazing is uh, why hazing is like hazing when you are doing hazing. It's like a uh, you are peaceful. Your mind is very peaceful because you have a buy position, you have a sell position of a similar uh, similar lot size. So whenever the, wherever the market is uh, going, you don't have to worry about it because one side if you are uh, making profit, one, another side is losing profit. So it is constant. Okay, so hazing is uh, there. You have a mental peace, and then uh, when the market is in your favor. You're just trying to uh, exit your one side position and you're holding it for market is coming into your favor. Even if it is going back, you have a strict rule. Like uh, if it is going back in uh, certain points, like 10 points, if I'm talking about US 30, if it is going uh, in my favor, I will just lock it again with the 10 points in my favor. If it is going back, 
or if it is reversing if i, I have exited at the wrong position if it is reversing i will again lock it uh, in certain time like within the 10 points of movement i will lock it again so and when you say lock it you mean like you'll just take another position against the position you've got so it's zero sort of yeah, i'm net, just trying yeah. So that is yeah. I, it can't I, lose I, any. It can't lose any more than it's currently lost. To yes. yeah, go in that direction because you're going to hedge it, right? Okay. And uh, sorry, what I'm trying to work out is how did you get to hedging? Is like I'm going to start hedging these markets versus just trade them, I suppose, in a different way. Uh, see, my trading having a different strategy as well. I trade like a swing trading as well. So where I take positions at certain point and I wait for it uh, for a longer period of time, like five days a week so uh, that will be a different uh, approach uh, for the, that particular account but uh, th uh, there is a different accounts and there is a different approach about the trading so you cannot do a scalping in uh, multiple accounts at the same time because you are trading manually so if even if you when you are trading with the bots then it's a different case because you can implement that bot on a certain accounts or a number of accounts but when you are trading manually you cannot just trade on five six accounts at the same time because you need to be very fast, you need to be very accurate. Okay, so uh, when I'm trading manually with a scalping, I was just using one account, and in another accounts when I'm uh, when I'm tra trading like swing trading, I'm taking position today and I'm closing it after a few days. So there will be a different strategy behind that. Like I'm uh, see here, I'm using a one minute candlestick charts. Here I'm using three minutes candlestick charts, and there I have to uh, see like a minimum of four hours candlestick, four hours patterns. So I'm uh, different accounts having a different approach. I I'm not saying like I don't do that. I do uh, swing trades as well. But yes, uh, scalping is something which is more exciting. Like right. uh, you keep on doing it. You keep on doing it. Like you are just uh, exit your positions at some time, and again within a few seconds you are going to lock it again. You are hedging it again back, and then a small small chunks of profits. And in the end of the day, it's huge. And so so how how um. If you had to break your trading up into like manual trading versus auto trading at the moment, what does that split look like? Uh, see, uh, manual trading is this excitement because uh, when you're trading manually, you are completely into it. You are watching the market every time, every single move, you are just watching it. So uh, manual trading is something like uh, you're completely into it. You, do, you don't want any kind of a distractions. You are just watching the market and because you will love it. It's the thing which you love. This is the passion. And uh, about the bots, like, okay, fine. Uh, whatever the strategy you have developed, you just send it to the program and they just code it and you are just implementing into another account and you don't have to look it for any um, sort of time. Like after four hours, five hours, you can just uh, go and check your account, like what kind of a performance the bots has given. But uh, you will not get that adrenaline rush when you're trading manually. And, and is that a good thing, having an adrenaline rush when you're trading manually? Or is it a, is it a uh, controlled adrenaline rush that, you know, you've, you're not doing the bad things, but you still enjoy it so much that you just love sitting in front of the charts? Yes, if you will not enjoy what you are doing, it, you will not be able to succeed in that, isn't it? Yeah, so what I'm trying to work out is, like, even though you've got an adrenaline rush, that's not – a bad adrenaline rush, which is being detrimental to your trading results in your case. Uh, and what the positive side of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so, um, okay. So you, your algo stuff just happens. You're still really a manual trader who, you know, builds 
algos because you've got like you know other strategy ideas you want to execute and it's only one you can only trade one market at a time right you, you can only do one thing you can't trade more i mean for somebody in that position where they've got like lots of ideas on you know oh there's this strategy i want to sort of try out but i've i know i can't do it i haven't got the time what do you recommend what path do you recommend uh what what recommend so if somebody was like going oh i've got i trade manually this one strategy i've got five other strategy ideas what do you think what what should they do what path would they should they go down see uh what don't look for more strategies on the internet don't look for more because you have to develop it by yourself because uh every trader's mindset is different than other traders so uh they every capital is also different they might be using a different capital you might be having a different capital account uh so your approach should be your personal your strategy should be your personal it depends on what kind of account size you have what kind of a uh, thought process you have what kind of a uh, mental ability you have which risk reward is suitable for you you need to develop it by yourself you can learn from uh, uh, like other traders you can learn from the other uh, people like what kind of a trading they are doing but at the end of the day you have to make your own strategy which will work for you because this is your money your capital your mind your mindset and your approach towards the trading is what makes you different from the other traders so you if you have a five strategy like you were saying like if you have five strategy you have learned it from the internet or you have learned from the youtube so try once at a time and use it for a longer period of time like uh, weeks like months and months and try to figure out like where exactly it is uh, giving you a, a difficulty where exactly it is challenging you and if something you need to develop by yourself because when you when and when i'm teaching in a uh, offline market things will be different because uh, even if you will talk about the basic things like exponential moving averages when the market is uh, not live when the market is offline it looks pretty good on the charts like okay this intersections are happened here and when, uh, i if you will assume like okay if i have bought at this price i was uh, about to make this much of money but when you are actually trading live in market those intersections and what kind of a decision you are taking at those moment will be different from what you are seeing in the offline market mm-hmm. because there is a different approach towards uh, um screen towards the charts when you are actually trading it or where you are just trying to learn it through offline markets and you are just trying to figure out what charts mm-hmm. are going on so if you have five strategies use one and use it for a longer period of time develop it by yourself Yeah okay um and what about like your trading day what does that look like um it's the same way like i started trading in the early days i i still keep my trading journal and i used to write down uh, what other things i'm going to do tomorrow so before starting the day i just uh, keep quickly check up what like what other things i'm going to do today because uh, nowadays i'm more not into like uh, uh, developing more strategies and uh, trying to figure out um nowadays i'm trying to figure out the decoding of the trap trading and how the markets manipulations are happening in the forest market so uh, how the markets open in reaction the asian session then the london session and what will happen in the us market when the market opens how the manipulations will actually working out so i try to figure it out with the trend lines and and the different kind of a manipulation strategy they are using it so i was trying to figure out those things so i'm currently nowadays i'm more into the research of those parts and pretty good i'm just trying to figure out like how the manipulations things are happening and i'm trying to decode that 
And would you like, you know, set aside a certain amount of time to do manual trading in a day or yes, not every so day? Almost like three to four hours I used to trade and uh, do day trading, like manual trading. And uh, the, my boards are also working on a different, different accounts. So altogether, like three to four hours I used to uh, dedicate, like for the manual trading. And then the other, uh, other thing was like developing the strategies and uh, trying to more uh, figure out the what uh, like decoding yeah. the thing which I told you. Yeah. And, and what, what about the uh, what what session would you trade? What? What uh, what trading session? Uh, basically, I love London session and US session. Right, and that's and you would if you're going to pick a market that you're going to trade like on your typical day, what market or markets would they be? Uh, normally, like on the forex market and trading with the gold. And indices okay. mostly. And, and forex, what what forex markets would you focus on? Uh, mostly the gold. And uh, okay, right, which isn't forex. It's, I think people call it forex, but it's it's a commodity. But anyway, um, what about like so? If you had to sort of give somebody a step by step process to become a trader, what would that be? Uh, learn from the basic things first. Because uh, support the resistance, which you understand is the basic thing, but it is actually a important aspect. Even in the advanced trading things, it is actually having very much uh, like uh, uh, it's important. Uh, you cannot just ignore the basic things first, and then slowly and gradually start learning from uh, other traders. Start learning from the internet. Start uh, learn the strategies. Learn the methods. How other traders are doing it, and quickly try to develop your own because of your mindset. And if you had to sort of like, uh, I suppose, give Alice as one piece of advice, what would it be? Try to be more consistent towards your uh, trades, like uh, consistent about the risk management. It is more important. Okay. And if there's, if there was like, I suppose, it's something that you haven't said today that you wish you'd said or you wish I'd asked, what would that be? Uh, I didn't get your comment again. Uh, if there was something that you wish you'd said today, like a, an answer that you wish you'd given or something you wish you'd said in the interview, what would it be? Is there anything you th- feel like, I wish I'd told everyone this, but I f- but I haven't had a chance to? Um, like the market manipulations basically right now, nowadays I'm just learning it and uh, – I could have figured it out a few years before also, but uh, actually I'm not able to get your question. And so it's basically I'm trying to work out, I'm trying to work out, have I not asked you a question that you think like I should have asked you because you wanted to say this? You've come on the show, right? Is this something you want to say to the audience that you haven't said already? Yes. Uh, yeah, now I got it. Yeah. So, Whoever is watching this YouTube video, I just want to uh, let you know, like, uh, see, if you are dedicated, if you are determined, and if you are passionate about trading, if you love reading the charts, there is a trader in you, and you should keep hustling it. And uh, one fine day, you will find find out the strategy which is actually working for you, and you can be a successful trader, no matter what, like three years, four years, or five years, you are into this market. But one turning point, and you will be a good trader. So uh, never stop learning. Never stop uh, 
learning about more things work on your mindset work on your risk management and work on the strategies you are actually working even if it is very basic you understand that it is a very basic strategy i should need to learn more advanced things but even the basic things makes money so uh, just you need to be more consistent you need to be more uh, accurate about the thought process which you have developed throughout your training then this is more important Brilliant. Okay, well, that's a great way to leave the show. Um, before we wrap up, is there any way that people can get hold of you? Uh, yes, they can get in touch with me through Instagram, like Pulak Prius. You can find me there, or even if you will Google my name, Pulak Prius, you will find the easiest way to approach me. Brilliant. Well, a big thank you to Pulak today for sharing with us. Um, everything we've discussed here are going to be in the show notes. There's a link in the description. and Or you can find um, them on TradingNut. Search P-U-L-A-K and you'll find them on TradingNut.com. Until next time, I wish all my listeners trading happiness and success. All right, folks, there you have an interview done and dusted with Pulak. Now, we did actually record a video afterwards where he broke down a little bit of what he does on a price chart when he's doing either hedging or just uh, scalping gold. In fact, it's something I haven't seen before, uh, so it is going to be interesting for you to just add into your arsenal of things to look at or think about when you're building your own strategy or, or testing your own strategy. So, folks, that's coming up. Remember, uh, check out those offers from my sponsors and check out that Robot Lab Live New Build 56 if you want to jump on board that all over there in the description. Uh, folks, have a great trading week and we'll see you in the next one.